0: Hi, my name is Joanne. Welcome to the Evolve and Attempt
1: podcast. In today's episode, we are privileged to have had a conversation with a celebrated creative in the Uganda's creative scene. If you've used Twitter long enough, then this is someone you've seen around and his work. John Ivan or Ignited, Ivan, is a digital marketing maestro from Uganda with a flair for the unconventional. He's the founder of MindSpark, a disruptive digital marketing and production agency sculpting narratives where every click tells a story. When not strategizing on the latest in the consumer take or orchestrating marketing marvels, you'll find him creating ripples in the water or must in a sci-fi movie. He's a digital marketing pro, a visionary, an entrepreneur, and a storyteller at heart. So we sat down and had this worthwhile conversation that if you are a creative trying to thrive or establish yourself in Uganda, this episode will be terrific for you. He shared a lot of insights, knowledge, tips on how to stand out, and a lot more information that I would not want to hold you back here. So let's just get right into it.
0: Hi, Ivan. Hi. How are you?
2: I am ninety percent fine.
0: What about the but I'm, but I'm
2: working on it. You know happiness <laughs> is always a work in progress. Huh?
0: Okay. So I'm
2: still working on it.
0: Oh, huh? okay. So I appreciate you making the time to do this episode with me. I don't take it for granted. Yeah,
2: I so, also appreciate the invite.
0: Oh, thank you. Thank you. So I already did my intros and, and and people may think I'm actually dying. So please, do you feel comfortable? to us <laughs> about yourself.
2: Uh, yeah. So my name is John Ivan Chiseka, though most people know me as the Ignited Ivan. I'm a content creator, a marketing practitioner, but with a keen interest in digital marketing. I'm also an award-winning content creator. I have won a couple of awards for both myself and then the client side of uh, the clients I create content for. They usually win some awards for that.
0: Okay. Uh, I'm curious, how how did you come up with the name Ignited?
2: Uh, So there is a backstory to that. Um, I, I used to be just Ivan. Uh, But uh, when I, there was a turning point in my life when that Ivan uh, caught fire, like he became ignited. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, um, after that turning point in my life where stuff wasn't going so well for me and in my family, but there was Mm -hmm. a turning point where uh, it started working out. Like I I could finally see my purpose and Mm -hmm. I started chasing it. So I became the ignited Ivan, not the other Ivan that the people who started with know. So, yeah.
0: (laughs) Sounds interesting. Now, I am going to go straight to the part why we're here. Tell me about your creative journey. How long have you been in the creative industry?
2: I've been in the creative industry for, uh, I think, from 2012. When I okay. was able to access a computer, that's when <laughs> I kind of started to be so much in the industry, but I had interest in the creative industry from, uh, I think I used to stay with my uncle who had a Kodak camera and, mm-hmm. uh, I used to see him take these photos, he would give me and I take some. So that's when I picked interest, but entering the industry was 2012 when I could access a computer.
0: Hmm. Okay. So what happened? You access the computer and then well, what was so,
2: the first uh, <laughs> uh My first interest was in, uh, of course, joining the socials and stuff, but uh, my first interest was in uh, music production. Uh, there okay. was this software called uh, Flute Loops. And um, I, 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 could see, I, I saw someone once in 2009 making a reggaeton beat using mm. that software. So the when i accessed the computer it was for my uncle mm-hmm. it was the first software I, I installed and then i started practicing how to make beats uh, a few months down the road i was learning off youtube uh, a few months down the road i was just selling beats to the local artists on my uh, home earlier yeah
0: okay now let's let, uh since most people know you as the ignited Ivan. i mean that's also good to know you tell me when When did you decide to go big on Twitter? because I think how how many followers do you have on Twitter again?
2: I have uh, I think one fifty five something one fifty five point something oh,
0: one hundred and fifty five thousand followers
2: yes, yes, yes.
0: when when did you decide to go big on Twitter?
2: Um, I think that was twenty twenty eighteen. Okay. Yes, yeah, so I was on. I, I, I created my first Twitter account in 2011, mm. but uh, I, I wasn't able to use it because that time Facebook was the thing. I used to join every new platform just to mm. see how it works. Uh, so I failed to use it uh, because I felt like I was tweeting for myself. Mm. So uh, I first let Twitter be and uh, I continued Facebook. 2018, when I joined an ad agency, that's when I decided, uh, let me just pick up uh, Twitter and I start tweeting consistently.
0: Okay. Now I'm curious, did you actually acquire a degree or any kind of education in regards to this part of what you're doing, the whole creative industry?
2: Um, I acquired a degree, but not in uh, in any creative thing that I'm doing. Uh, I did a big home and uh, got a degree uh, from Mobs.
0: What's big home again? Sorry.
2: A bachelor of Commons.
0: Ah, okay. All right. Yes. So from 2018, how has your whole creative journey evolved? I mean, you, you've won awards, you've won awards for plans. What has it been like for you?
2: Um, I think from uh, I've grown as a creator from um, 2018. Uh, firstly, I gave up production for, for the bits. Uh, it wasn't paying enough and I didn't have all the expensive equipment to make sure that uh, my production is uh, at par with the industry standards. So I gave up on that. Uh, then uh, I started uh, doing videos. First, I wasn't appearing in the videos. I would mm-hmm. just do, uh, uh, the there the, the used to be Hitler videos and uh, I would dub them. I just put uh, some uh, comical uh, copy that would yeah. uh, just resonate with the people, and uh, people love that. Mm-hmm. Um, then I started writing for creators, and then mm-hmm. I started writing for myself and acting those videos myself. So cool. from so the background and then to the front of the camera.
0: Cool. So you can write.
2: Yes, I do. Uh, I was the president writers group uh, in my secondary. So I've been writing for quite a long time.
0: Nice. nice. I feel like we left out that part. Guys, <laughs> okay. what can you tell us? What, what, what hands, like first thing you wake up in the morning, what are you capable of doing? Writing, what else?
2: Uh, Right now when I wake up right now?
0: Yes, yes. The things that you're able to pull off in your creative space.
2: Ah, uh, so, uh, you- so I can sing. Oh, uh, okay. yeah, I, I really, I, I, I recorded a song, but I did not release it I, up to now. I still have it.
0: We should release um, it. At <laughs>
2: so I can sing, I can write, uh, okay. that's for, uh, especially rap and, uh, um, tech. So I'm a tech reviewer. I have, a a website that I used to write for. It's called Dignited D and mm-hmm. Ignited, Dignited, uh, okay. it's a top website, uh, ah regarding tech in Uganda and East Africa. Hmm. So I used to review the devices so I can write tech because I'm very interested in tech. Um, okay. I can, uh, make beats. I can still make beats. I can edit and uh, record videos. Um, okay. I can write scripts, uh, for ads. Cool. Uh, I can, <laughs> I can do a digital strategy off You just tell me what the your business problem is so mm-hmm. i can i i like to be diverse because uh the world we live in right now you can't be putting your eggs in one basket so i tried to throw oh. everything at the wall to see what sticks a couple of mm-hmm. things stuck so yeah
0: interesting <laughs> now <laughs> uh, i am I'm, I'm wondering now you said you didn't actually go to school to do something re- related to what the creative space is about how do you learn those things?
2: Uh, so, uh, <laughs> I think the, the only reason, uh, anyone would go to school for a creative thing is if uh, your employer wants an academic document for, uh, f- let's say if, if you're a musician and they want an academic document before you step on stage, because, uh, most of the things, uh, there is an abundance of knowledge, um, mm-hmm. YouTube, and the things are free, like the knowledge is free. If you're Mm. interested in something you can just pick up your computer go to youtube go to udemy go to uh, Mm. whatever the knowledge is there if you're willing Mm. to learn it and you have the time to you can just learn so just that's what i did everything that i i I did i learned for free wow yeah so i'm just trying to advance now because now there are some advanced levels where you have to pay for like a master's or something like that Mm. So that's that's now the space I'm getting into, but mm. the, everything that I've been doing, I learned for free.
0: Interesting. Hmm. Now, t- looking from 2018 to today, those are like five years now, right? Of you yeah. doing the whole. Um, yeah, that's,
2: on fine. A... that's when I went like mainstream, uh, mm. not in the background and whatever, just doing it a bit professionally, I would say.
0: Okay. So what unique opportunities have so far sprouted? Five years into it, I mean, th- there must be huge, huge things you're taking home.
2: Um, yeah, uh, it's it's been interesting uh, doing mm. what I love. And uh, I've been able to expand my networks and uh, being in touch with many decision makers in the country. Like mm-hmm. having the guy, let's say, the, the head of marketing at Stan Big Bank on mm-hmm. your speed dial. Like you just call him up. And he knows this is the guy you understand. So that is, uh, that creates a couple of opportunities because you're also able to tap into the networks of that person. They can recommend you here and there. Um, I've also made, uh, other creators, friends, I have friends in photography, I have friends in, uh, movie industries, I have friends in music. So I've made uh, many, uh, creator friends and influencers. I've also Mm. worked on very many exciting projects, uh, Mm. for very huge brands in the country and also, um, working with people that I grew up looking up to, like, I want to be like that guy, but now we are working together on certain projects. So
0: Mm. really it's
2: been exciting.
0: That must be really rewarding. head, tell me, give me five. I want want you to show, please brag, give me five big projects you've been, you've been part of and you're proud to say I did that.
2: So, um, I was the person who orchestrated the launch of the Bond 7 Honey, uh, okay, to okay. the Ugandan market. Um, oh. I also, uh, was, uh, the creative behind, uh, Splash Kachupa.
3: Okay.
2: Yeah. I also was the creative behind the award winning, uh, ad, the most humorous ad of 2022. Uh, that was, uh, I did, it w- I did it with, uh, Uncle Mo, it was, uh, for the Get It Done campaign for Stan Big Bank and, okay. uh, it won <laughs> again the uh, ads from DSTV, uh, MTN and lots of others. So that was a big win for me, uh, being, uh, a part of something that is, uh, going against the big boys in the industry. Yeah, right. Yeah, so. Of it, that's it. But there are so many things that are exciting things that are that big,
0: part of the stand. Big, it can be something like that.
2: Yes, it can be. I've been able to work with the NSSF. Mm. Uh, they they call you up as a content creator uh, mm. to work for, for that. Uh, so many big brands.
0: You you must be really proud of yourself, huh?
2: Yes, um, <laughs> I, I would be mad at myself if I'm not. <laughs>
0: How have you managed to stand out? I mean, it's a congested space, I must say. How do you stand out to come out with these brilliant ideas to that even win awards?
2: So, um, uh, first of all, it's, uh, you offer something uh, unique, but it is still relatable. Mm-hmm. Uh, if people are able to relate to what you're creating, mm-hmm. then it makes more sense for them. So, mm-hmm. uh, there, there's a lot of content that is being created, but, uh, you find that most of it is not relatable. It's not something that I, I won't find it interesting, something if it's not, mm-hmm. uh, relatable, so as long as the content is relatable, as long as your art piece is relatable, uh, your mm-hmm. graphics, uh, relatable, they speak out the message, uh, you're going to be able to, uh, to stand out, but then also, uh, mm-hmm. don't be a one hit wonder. Uh, You create (laughs) one good thing and then uh, you go off the grid. So the consistency helps you to stand out because then you're building top of mind awareness for your personal brand. They know that guy does this. Because if you ask around my name, they know what I do because I've been consistent for the five years that I've been uh, creating content. True, true.
0: Now, I'm curious, where do you get your inspiration from?
2: I get the inspiration from a lot of things. Uh, first of all, I consume uh, a lot of content uh, oh. from not just from the region, uh, but mm. from also uh, the people who are creating content locally. Mm. So I'm able to uh, see what they're doing. Uh, more is, uh, I also uh, keep my head on the ground so that I can know what the people are thinking about. So mm. when I know what you're thinking about, I can be able to create something uh, that speaks to you. Mm. So um, I get inspiration from um, other creators, uh, local Mm. and uh, globally, but then also um, just looking at uh, the environment, uh, what is the mood of the moment. Like, let's say we're going for Christmas, then I Mm. can know that. uh, So the content that I'm going to do uh, should speak to what people are doing uh, during this period of the year. But that can inspire me to create something.
0: Okay, interesting. Let's let's talk about social media. How the okay. young creatives can clearly position themselves to communicate or work on their journey as creatives.
2: So, uh, you you need to understand uh, first of all uh, the platform. The platforms, the different platforms, you understand TikTok, you know how it works, you understand Twitter, you know how it works, the type of content that thrives there or what features it has that you can Mm. take advantage of to further your creative journey. Because if I have a podcast, uh, I know that Twitter has, um, has, uh, audio. Mm. So that means I can release some of my, some of my, my stuff on Twitter as audios, uh, if mm. let someone want to post on the meta platforms, then I know that if it's a podcast, I have to do, um, I, I have to make it like audio visual so mm. that I'm able to take advantage of that platform too. So first you understand the platforms, uh, this helps you to, uh, align your creativity to suit, uh, the platform because what work works on TikTok might not necessarily work elsewhere. Uh, then the other thing is uh, just keeping uh, your head in the game. You have to know mm. what's trending, uh, what's happening, uh, what changes happened here and there, uh, because mm. all that affects uh, the reach, especially if you're going to uh, push your stuff online. So you mm. need to know uh, Google change the algorithm. So what changes mm. should I make to my personal website to make sure that I'm still ranking? You understand, Uh, you know that uh, this is uh, uh, this sound is trending on TikTok. Uh, Maybe let me put it as part of my content to make sure Mm. that I'm reaching more people. So just putting your head in the game. Uh, Social media is not all about posting. Uh, You don't just post and call it a day. You need to uh, be able to uh, post, uh, follow through, engage people, uh, build a community, uh, create uh, and forge relationships here and sure. there, uh, mm-hmm. that helps you to uh, further grow and become a, a known brand online.
0: Do you think numbers matter?
2: Yes, numbers always matter.
0: Tell me about that. <laughs> I, I'm genuinely asking, because I mean, while you're trying to grow your brand, I I once attended the workshop, I think, about six months ago, and, and one thing I think most of the people that were there agreed with were they weren't getting seen. They're doing like really great stuff. So there, there are great creatives out there. There's like a lot. But they they feel like while they're doing the work when growing the brand, the numbers are not coming through. You get like five likes, ten likes, you know. So do you think numbers actually matter? How do I grow my numbers?
2: So numbers matter because uh, it's like, um, uh, imagine doing your makeup, your very beautiful makeup, mm. and then you can't sleep. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a video you did, and then it just mm. sleeps because it got one like. Mm. So numbers matter because uh, the more numbers you have, if they have been coming organically, of course, uh, not, you know, there are some dark arts uh, that people do to get the numbers, but uh, mm-hmm. the numbers help with the reach and then the engagement. The more the people engage with the with your content, the mm. more the algorithm is going to push it to even more people. So you need these numbers, uh, of engaged users, uh, to help you further the reach, uh, of your, uh, content or whatever you're doing online. Mm. So for example, YouTube, YouTube, if you have many subscribers, uh, if you drop a video, they will get a notification. So that means oh. you're getting views. Uh, of people uh, that are just checking directly when you have just wrote the video, which helps mm. further the uh, the content, especially if the content is good. Mm. So numbers are, are quite, quite helpful um, because uh, also the other thing is uh, most of the monetization for Ugandan creatives comes from uh, uh, clients and businesses that are looking to market, yeah. So mm. these guys focus more on what numbers. Are on your channels okay
3: the more numbers
2: you have the more willing mm -hmm. they are to come and work with you so you if you have no numbers uh you're not going to be able to make that money
0: now i i want to ask something about what you just said numbers do matter you how about i i mean i've been on Twitter long enough to know that the people who've grown who've grown their accounts the wrong way like Mm. Initially, you start off, I, I'll use a very vague example, but it actually counts. You post pictures of yourself. As a girl, you post your, you know, like, you get what I'm saying?
3: Mm. And
0: then the time, it grows. Now you have about 10K followers. And then later, uh, you are telling us about a product. Why? So, I don't know. Mm. I In that case, I really don't think... Numbers actually matter because in that case, the, the, the following you've grown over time may not necessarily even be the target audience.
2: Maybe I didn't speak uh, about this. Numbers mm. matter, but they have to be right. Okay. You understand? So even okay. if you have 2,000 people who followed you because of tech, I might mm. not work with you because I feel like 2,000 is not enough a big enough audience. Yeah? Okay continue growing uh your tech followers to Mm. about 20k for example yeah they are all following you because of tech but let them Mm. let them grow up to like 50k or something then it makes sense to me you understand because uh, these guys are spending let's say marketing budgets and they also need to be able to see the return on investment yeah so uh for those people who are growing numbers uh (laughs) You grow your account for different reasons, and then Mm. you reach somewhere and then start to swap. That's when Mm. you see that the engagement is dropping. Mm. So uh, marketers usually um, try to find, they don't look at the numbers here. They want to see what engagement you get, for example, when you're pushing a product. If the numbers are low. yeah,
0: Is that right?
2: Yes, uh, you know, I also sit at the agency, uh, marketing, yeah. so we look I
0: mean, at <laughs> would you rather choose someone who has 20k followers, god knows how they go that account, over someone who has 2,000 followers but they are actually following them for content organic content that they've let's say take? So, been cost- uh,
2: what I'm saying is, if I look at your 2,000 followers. Mm. and those 2000 followers are engaging you,
3: mm. uh,
2: the other one has 20K, but it's mm. only uh, 200 that are engaging mm. that person, I will go with the 2000 one, yeah, huh? but okay. if the other one that has, let's say, 50K, mm. yeah, has 4000 engaging
3: mm. on
2: tech, yeah, they have 50K, but only 4000 are engaging on tech, they are mm. better than you, who has 2,000, all engaging. You understand? Mm. So that's yeah. where numbers matter. I get you.
0: Yeah. you think of the whole concept of creatives coming together to collaborate on a particular project and make sure it's a success. How And how, how important is that in individual growth as a creative?
2: Uh, so I've been lucky to have collaborated with, uh, so many creators. Mm. Uh, I've worked with, uh, Raymond Kahuma. I've worked with Ankomo. Mm.
3: I've
2: worked with, uh, the Jose Chakalas. Uh, I've worked with a couple of, uh, creatives and, mm. uh, for me, uh, first of all, it's, uh, the knowledge exchange. Uh, because uh, you're coming together and exchanging these ideas and techniques of how maybe, because for me, I shoot differently, but then Mm. the other guy maybe shoots differently. So we are able to exchange all those ideas and techniques, experiences. So uh, we are growing together um, mutually. Yeah. Like, for Mm. example, that uh, award that I talked to you about, uh, we worked on that video with Uncle Mo. You understand? Mm. So we are all benefiting from this video becoming a success over Mm. so many other brands in the market that have huge marketing budgets. So then also uh, this uh, point of uh, resource sharing. Yeah, because Mm. uh, (laughs) when we are working together, we are going to share the resources. Mm. Yeah. Uh, If it's equipment, studio space, like if we are collaborating on a podcast, I come to your studio. Uh, mm-hmm. we are sharing those resources. Uh, if it is software, we use the same editing stuff and stuff like that. So this is, a a, sev- a way to save, mm-hmm. uh, if you'd like, and then also getting diverse perspectives because how mm-hmm. I look at things is not how another creative is going to look at it. So you get perspectives from these other fellow creative guys, and then, uh, you're able to do something that is, uh, unique. And innovative mm. because everyone brought in their perspective.
3: True, and then true.
2: for creators that are just learning, uh, mm. so it can help with, uh, a kind of mentorship, because if true. you're working under someone's wing, uh, mm. you, you, you're being mentored in a way or so. True. Uh, the other thing is, uh, career advancements because, uh, you work with this guy, he's going to recommend you for a job. That maybe uh you can do, and he doesn't. you work together so you know which of the people that you're working with does, so you're able to be recommending these guys in case you're not going to be able to work. So it's very good to collaborate. Uh, mm. it has uh, so many benefits
0: interesting uh now I'm curious, are you affiliated to any any agency or do you are you freelancing or you are tied to one company?
2: <laughs> uh, so, um, um, I have a full-time job at, okay. uh, Metropolitan Republic, Uganda. It's yeah. an integrated communications agency.
3: Mm.
2: Uh, that's where we have, uh, we have so many clients that we are working on, but mm. then I also have my own, uh, company that I run. Uh, it does, uh, a video, it's called MindSpark. We mm. do, uh, video and, uh, marketing. Yeah, but uh, we specialize mostly in uh, content creation, uh, events, and whatever coverage, corporate events, live Mm. streaming, etc. So yeah.
0: So while you've been at it, your experience, how have you handled clients? I'm curious because throughout the year, I've I've been doing a lot of freelance work in regards to comms and content creation, and Mm. the biggest challenges I've had was the Pricing, and for some reason, I feel like I am scared of putting a price to the value that I bring to the table. Like it's such a hard conversation. So usually, I end up being pushed around to a figure, and I am either too scared to subject or. So I am. I, I want to understand. While you've been at it, I'm sure throughout your five years mm. of doing this, thing, you've done some freelance work.
2: Yes. Okay. Uh, so for me, the price is the price. Um, my price is determined by what I bring to the table and not your budgets. (laughs) Okay. So if I tell you that, um, to do, let's say a video,
3: Mm
2: -hmm. uh, it is, uh, 2 million. Yeah. So you're not going to tell me you have one. Okay. You can tell me, but it's not that I'm going to work for that money. Mm
3: -hmm. You understand?
2: Because. Uh, If you want to, (laughs) um, if you want to do, maybe you can do your own video uh, (laughs) at 1 million. I have no problem with that. So for me, I know the value I bring. I know the input uh, because Mm. I put in uh, location hunting, uh, props, of course, my intellectual property of uh, like the concept that Mm. I'm I'm, I'm thinking about, Uh, it's mine. You can't. Mm put a price to that. Like this is what I am paying for that. Mm. And I've been able to uh, work on a few clients that actually understand the value. And Mm. then uh, these other ones, I would rather not work if you don't pay me what I think I am worth. That means it's okay. You don't think I'm worth that. So maybe find someone else.
0: Mm. Okay, you 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 are very bold at that. I like that. I could I could use some of your guts. You mentioned something about intellectual property. Have you had cases where you went for a pitch meeting and idea discussion and next thing you know, they've executed your idea without you?
2: Yeah, and um, it, it taught me uh, something. Uh, there's a client that uh, invited us to pitch. Mm. And, uh, we came up with all these amazing ideas mm. and then they were, <laughs> they took them for a paint job a bit. You know, they, okay. they are changing like mm. 2% of what you shared and mm. then trying to own it. Mm. So, um, it taught me, uh, one thing, uh, if it is a small time client and uh, these guys who come and you're asking for help, uh, maybe blah, blah, blah. I want to, uh. I I want to do marketing, so what can I do? So uh, some of those I charge for uh, a fee before I say anything.
0: Oh, like consultation?
2: Yes. So you pay the consultation before I say anything. Anything, true. Because um, even if we are not going to work together, when we Mm. are talking, I'm going to be able to share certain insights that are going to either make you wake up, or to start seeing things a certain way, and then mm-hmm. you're going to be able to go and execute them with someone else. So, mm-hmm. uh, I would rather get, uh, the consultation fee, whether mm-hmm. we work or not. Uh, and I can settle for that. Uh, for the other guys, um, I think getting a lawyer, it is, uh, very important so that uh, you put in some, uh, NDAs mm-hmm. and, uh, just guarding your idea is mm-hmm. very important. Uh, so, getting a lawyer can solve that.
0: Cool, cool. Now, I I, I feel like you really established a great um, a great brand online. I for for the rest of the young creatives that will listen into this, how have you sold yourself online? Uh,
2: it's a uh, it's it's really about uh, uh, speaking about what you do. Yeah. And, uh, not just speaking about what you do, uh, being able to, uh, to show, uh, not just the words, but then also, uh, your action. Yeah? yeah. So for, for me, what I did at first was, uh, just getting involved in a conversation that's around, uh, content creation, uh, marketing. Because, uh, that's my strength. So when I see a conversation like that happening, I put in my two cents. Yeah. Mm. So what you're doing is, uh, you're creating a network of other marketers, but then also people are seeing what you engage with and what your ideas are on certain topics. So in turn, you're becoming, uh, some kind of a thought leader, uh, Mm. in that topic. Uh, you're becoming a voice that people can listen to when it becomes to uh when it comes to that topic. So uh then also um posting kind of uh there would be like testimonials like for example if uh, if I make a very good uh marketing strategy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh and then we execute it, it it goes, I can come back and talk about how it worked I out. It, I, I worked on that project, uh yeah. how it started, stuff like that. So you're mm-hmm. associating yourself with the work that uh, you've done, so you're not remaining in the kitchen. You're coming out and uh, mm-hmm. people are know, are knowing that, uh, you're the guy that was behind this thing that mm-hmm. was so amazing.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You understand? So that's you, uh, positioning yourself. So in terms of testimonials, and then also just engaging around the topic, sharing mm-hmm. factual, uh, mm-hmm. ideas, uh, to the people. Yeah. There's nothing cool. wrong with sharing knowledge.
0: cool cool uh throughout your experience tell me about the challenges that you've experienced really and and how you've coped it would be great for the rest of us that are trying to sprout up
2: uh so the challenges i think these are first across uh the industry Mm -hmm. because uh digital in uganda is just still growing so while countries like uh kenya and nigeria have tens of millions of uh, users online and i mean on social and then on the web mm. uh, ours is just a small number and that has its limitations yeah mm. um so the and also uh, that has led to big tech companies ignoring us mm. uh, here in Uganda because they might introduce something but it's only accessible to uh, to Kenya uh, Nigeria but you don't have it here in Uganda um maybe because our internet usage is still small, Uh, like Twitter introduced monetization, but you can't Mm. do that when you're from Uganda. You understand? Mm. Uh, Mm. You can't do that. Uh, So you're missing out on the would-be finances that you'd have gotten, but you can't. Uh, Mm. So the small numbers in Uganda uh, lead to big tech uh, uh, ignoring us and then Mm. uh, poor monetization. That means you cannot afford to get uh, equipment you cannot afford to get uh, a team that you're working with because most of the creatives that we see and admire have like huge teams behind them that mm. are, are working together, like clockwork, uh, mm. to be able to produce these uh, very fresh, uh, high quality content. Uh, some of us uh, find ourselves working alone mm. uh, on everything. You are the writer, you are the actor. Uh, you get a random person to record your videos they're not mm. so skilled, but that's what you can afford. And then you edit yourself. So it becomes, uh, really, uh, challenging, uh, with low budgets. And because the numbers are so small, uh, mm. clients feel like, um, digital does not deliver well. So they, you see that, uh, most of their budgets are put on radio and mm. TV and billboards. And Mm -hmm. it's just a small portion of that money comes to digital. So, uh, (laughs) still you're losing out on income. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's a huge challenge. But the numbers growing uh, will be able to solve some of these.
0: Okay. Just to take you back, when we talked about you selling yourself online, I'm curious, are you on Upwork or or any of these platforms where young people position themselves for like... You know of Upwork, right? No. Who cool.
2: No. I'm not on any of those platforms. So how do you get to,
0: <laughs> How do I get? To clients.
2: Uh, clients, unfortunately, come to me. Uh, somehow they get my number or they tell someone who knows me mm-hmm. uh, to call me up. And my okay. DM is always open on, on all my socials, so they just uh, hit me up. And then... Mm-hmm. Uh, we work uh, because I work in the marketing uh, field. Most mm-hmm. of the clients that I get are in marketing,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and they know they know how to get to you. You understand?
0: It's like wildfire, huh?
2: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and then also uh, I've been able to get through uh, some clients from out of Uganda. Mm-hmm. They still reach me on uh, on my Twitter account. They send you a DM and then you exchange numbers and you're able to carry the conversation from there. I've gotten a couple of projects from uh, Nigeria,
3: mm-hmm. uh, from
2: Ghana, of Kenya. So yeah, like somehow uh, they 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 just reach out to me on my platforms and yeah. then I engage them starting from there. We carry on to emails, exchange contracts, and just work.
0: Interesting. <laughs> Now, uh-huh. as we wrap up, I want you to say something to the budding creatives in Uganda looking to establish themselves and thrive online, just like you are. Because, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you are aware that there are a lot of people that look up to you. I saw Albert the other day posted a screenshot of what feedback you had given him, I think, about his work.
3: Yeah. So...
0: so Talk to us, the junior ignited ones. and
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think um, things can happen mm-hmm. if you believe in what you're doing. And uh, if mm-hmm. you're not, uh, you don't keep it stagnant because digital is always changing. And there are always new things that are happening. You just need to be able to be that creative that moves with the times. You're mm-hmm. not stuck in the past. You're just thinking ahead. It's mm. better to be, uh, a few years ahead of your time than mm. behind. Yeah. So, mm. um, you have to be, uh, strategic in your online presence and, a uh, bit professional, uh, if let's say you are a graphic designer, have your portfolios mm. on the hands, uh, maybe have a personal, uh, website, have your social media run strategically. Uh, I want, mm. I don't want to come to your social media and then I find, uh, uh, some not so cool things to see. Yeah. And then, mm-hmm. uh, exploring, uh, e-commerce integration into, uh, what you do. Uh, for okay. example, if you're a graphic, you can list your services and how much they cost, uh, put in, mm. uh, e-commerce things so that people can be, uh, adding some of those things to cut and mm. then also thinking mobile, mobile first. Mm. Uh, mobile is big. If you're budding creative, you have to mm. think how will this appear on mobile? If someone is seeing this mm. on, on their phone, how yeah. is it going to look? You understand if it's a video, how does it look on a video? So you need to be able to uh, think about that and optimize for mobile. And then, um, if you want to thrive. Uh, quality of the content has to be key quality in terms of the script, but then also quality in terms of how it looks. So may, you would want to invest in something like a, a good phone if you can't afford the camera, mm. uh, so that I, I recorded most of my videos with my phone mm. and it worked for me, uh, I got, uh, an iPhone. I used to use Android, but because I wanted to get a picture quality, that is, mm. uh, that looks good. I got an iPhone. Because mm. I couldn't afford a camera. So that sure. the iPhone was the next best thing. So mm. getting into uh, those visuals. And then also learning a bit of uh, digital marketing. This mm. knowledge is free. Uh, so if you want to thrive online, you need to know uh, the tactics that work. So just immersing yourself a few hours every week just to learn uh, how digital uh, marketing can help very you. Cool,
0: can you recommend some platforms or YouTube channels where you've got most of the... So
2: digital- there's a, <laughs> there a beginner's uh, thing uh, with Google, uh, mm-hmm. that uh, digital garage. Uh, mm-hmm. Then there's uh, HubSpot Academy. Mm-hmm. You can do uh, the Twitter flight school. You can mm-hmm. do the uh, Facebook blueprint. Mm-hmm. You can do uh, some courses on uh, Udemy. You can do mm-hmm. uh, LinkedIn learning. There are so mm-hmm. many courses there. Uh, that's paid for, but there are very many good courses on there that you can uh, use. And then, if you're serious, then you study uh, actual marketing uh, with the the CIM. Yeah. But the other thing that uh, people need uh, to do mm. is uh, still engagement. Yeah. Mm. So most people post and then disappear. Yeah. Mm. Social doesn't work like that. So, uh, if you want to thrive online, you need to be able to engage people who talk to you, yeah, mm. you understand. And then, uh, the last thing is, uh, integrating artificial intelligence AI into Ooh, yeah. what you're doing, because Ooh, that yeah. really, really helps. Uh, if you're a writer, it can help you proffered what you're writing. Mm. It might not be able to, uh, generate grand ideas, but it can help you with the thought status. And then also uh, correcting your grammar here and there. It can give you, if you're a graphic designer, it can give you a thought status for your graphics work. Uh, it can help you edit videos for free ad captions and stuff like, like it. Just integrate AI into what you're doing.
0: There's a line that's been going around the internet that AI is going to replace creators. Do you think that's true?
2: Uh, AI is not going to replace creators. The creators that use AI are going to replace the creators that don't.
0: Cool. Cool. That's very strong. (laughs) That's very strong. So creatives need to get themselves together with AI. Get Get yourself
2: on board. This thing is not going away. Learn Mm -hmm. it. It is free. Learn it. Be able to integrate it into your work streams. It is mm. going to make it faster. It is going to make it easier. You're going to be able to do more things than mm. you used to. Uh, AI is a, it's a model really. It's not going to think of certain things because it mm. was, it is not a brain. There's that human touch that is always going, is going to be there. So uh, these creators that are using AI are going to be able to do more work and better work. You understand? So yeah. that renders you, the creator that is not using AI, uh, kind of uh, obsolete and you're going mm. to be replaced. Yeah. Mm.
0: Okay. Any any wrap-up thoughts before we wrap this up?
2: Um, <laughs> so uh, I just maybe want to uh, tell that uh, creator that is uh, starting out
3: mm. is
2: uh, just do your thing. There's going to be a lot of uh, feedback. It's not always going to be good. Mm. but if you know what you want to achieve out of what you're doing you have to stay focused uh, just think of the bigger picture uh, not what uh, user xyz said under uh, mm. uh, your your stuff that that you did um, mm. it is uh, <laughs> you're not um if 100 people like your stuff and then 15 don't don't focus on the 15, mm. uh, focus on the hundred that you made smile, uh, that loved your work and stuff like that. And mm. then know that, uh, out of these, uh, sometimes bitter comments, there's always feedback that might be hiding in there. Okay. There mm. are some people who just hate on, mm. on everything, but uh, look okay. out for those that have the feedback, trying to improve every day. Sometimes I look at my first videos. And then I wonder why I even did them.
0: I'm telling because you. Right,
2: because right now I can, I I do a whole lot uh, better videos. Mm-hmm. But there was that first time. So it's you're not going to always get it right, but True. you just have to start and keep moving. You put your ducks in a row as you mm-hmm. go along the creativity road.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you, Ivan. We really appreciate you giving us a lot of those. I mean, I, I am going to be an ardent listener. I'll release to this so that some of these things sink. But <laughs> appreciate you making the time, really. And yeah,
2: Thank you for having me.
1: As a budding creative, really, I think that was such a worthwhile conversation, and I hope... While you were listening, you learned a thing or two to help you do better by your creative journey. I just wanna add though, uh, I've recently learned of social sites where, as a creative, you can position yourself to get creatives. Because now Ivan mentioned that most of his clients are referrals. Reason I think that's successful for him because he's working in the marketing space, and I mean, what does spread faster? So if you're not privileged enough to have to be around a lot of people who would probably need your services I'd suggest that you join Upwork, Fiverr, KuHaso. Um it's it's as simple as you joining, you sign up, uh build a profile, list the number of services that you can offer and a price. It is a great platform. I'm at the moment I, I'm also building my profile on there so that I can get more clients and these clients usually are outside uganda or africa so it gives you a great space to like actually compete for jobs so i'm aware that uganda has a lot of young creatives we just lack a platform or exposure to be able to showcase our brilliance i hope those three can help can help you get started if you know of any other platforms please reach out i would love to share the word on my socials about how we can thrive online because just like ivan mentioned in uganda it's still a space that's sprouting we aren't like out out like the way creators in Nairobi are so it's still a great space i would say for us to sprout it's still not fully fully exploited to the best because Even the ones that are around, the ones that stand out are very few. And the things that make them stand out, I think Ivan shared most of that. So while you're at it, I hope you do it the right way. I hope you focus on creating value and growing your rapport and portfolio. than chasing mostly the part of the money. Money eventually comes because when you hear what he shared, he started way earlier. What we're seeing today is is a guy who's been doing this for quite some time. So I hope this episode was of value to you because it was of so much value to me. So I'll see you guys in the next one. Bye.